Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, were the grandparents haunting their home or... Were they just watching over them? This is Real Ghost Stories Online. If you have a real ghost story, we would love it if you would share it with us. Call it in anytime. It's 855-853-4802. You can write in your real ghost stories at realghoststoriesonline.com. You can become a premium subscriber. You get advanced episodes, access to the archive, all with no commercials. You can sign up through Apple Podcasts. Try it three days free. You can also sign up through patreon.com slash real ghost stories. And Kathy Gordon, how's it going today? Oh my gosh, it seems like so long. We have not since done, we've this done an episode. My goodness gracious. With Christmas, having that Christmas break in there, and then I traveled around the world. I know. And, since uh, yeah, since you've last been on the show, little does everyone know that you have been to Greece and back. <laughs> yeah. I went to the Parthenon. I know, I that was kind of life-changing for you. I am a different person because I have seen the Parthenon. And so it 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 makes you completely different. And it it is funny because I've had people just, you know, just saying people, random people like, oh, you know, like, I like your hair or I like this or I like that. And I, and I just giggle to myself because it's not my hair. They just don't know that I've seen the Parthenon. <laughs> okay, so and please explain this to someone who has not ever... They're not familiar with the Parthenon. They don't know anything about it. They are right now going, why is that a life-changing experience for Kathy? Who cares? What does she know? Well, okay. (laughs) So the Parthenon is um, dated approximately uh, 430, 450, right in there, uh, BC. And it is in Athens, Greece. There is a very high hill that has, you know, a platform on the top of it. It's the highest peak in Athens. And they put, uh, when they were building uh, these magnificent temples and uh, their sacred buildings were up there, they had a treasury up there, they had these important things. Because you always put your important stuff on a high hill back then for defensive purposes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be protective if you could be up up high. You know, it. whenever you study like World War One or World War II and there was, or the Civil War in, in high school, they're always like, we got to take the hill. Well, there was, you know, to actually have the hill was a big deal. Now it's not so big because we can just bomb things and it's not that big of a deal. But then it was, right? And so you would always put your most important buildings up there. Of all the buildings, the Parthenon, which is a sacred temple dedicated to the goddess Athena, who's Athens is named for, right? And she was the goddess of 
well, she was the goddess of weaving and war and lots of different things. That's so interesting uh, but, that she would get weaving and war. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She has numerous things that she's the garden, the, like the goddess. Weaving of. would but go along with a, sewing or well, you would think. But gardening. she had like she had to fight for it. She had a battle with Poseidon. She had the uh, sacred, you know, olive tree or whatever. Anyway, so but she won. Anyway. They built a temple dedicated to her, and it is absolutely astounding. It's just stunningly beautiful. It's a temple that was uh, created for perfection, and it it really is truly, truly beautiful. So, yes, that's why I'm not the same. Well, and I just went through the Christmas holidays and bartended some, and um, my life has not changed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it will. <laughs> Mine was kind of boring, but that's well, yes, okay. But, you know, that wouldn't have meant a, a lot to other people, but I teach art history, and so it's a oh, huge Oh, absolutely. Deal. I would love to see it sometime, because it does. It looks incredible, and your pictures were incredible, and Kate's pictures, your daughter, it was just really cool. I'm glad you, I'm glad you were able to go. It was awesome. So your dog and my dog had the time of their lives while you were gone. They- they loved it. Back to our conversation in just a moment. First, I want to thank our supporter today, NutriSense. That is actually the sound of the NutriSense biosensor that I've been wearing. With NutriSense, it's really amazing. I've learned some very interesting things about my food and drink choices and how it all affects my body. And also how sleep, exercise, stress, all of that exercise plays a big role in my health as well. Your glucose levels can significantly impact how your body and mind feels and functions. NutriSense lets you analyze your glucose levels in real time in response to food, exercise, stress, sleep. It's been, like I said, very fascinating to see my results and see what I need to do different to feel my best all the time. NutriSense includes one month of free board-certified nutritionist guidance and support. My nutritionist has been super helpful going over the results, the data, and answering any questions I have so I can fully understand what exactly this system is, how it works, and what I can do to make it work best for me. It keeps me accountable by messaging me when I'm going off my plan. It's kind of nice. Yes, NutriSense has helped me take better choices into account about what I eat. NutriSense has really helped put in perspective for me what I need to do to feel my best in terms of losing weight, mental acuity, physical fitness, all of that. It can do the same for you, too. Start decoding your body's messages and pave the way for a healthier life. Visit NutriSense.com slash ghost and get $30 off your first month and one month of board-certified nutritionist support. When they ask how you learned about NutriSense, make sure you tell them it was the Real Ghost Stories online podcast. So you want to hear a ghost story? I really want to hear a ghost story. Okay. So this comes to us from Sweden. And it says, hey, guys, my name is Jenny. I'm from Sweden. I recently started to listen to your show, and it's really interesting and at times very creepy. I wanted to share this with you. One of my best friends grew up on an old farm in rural Sweden. It was passed down to her father from his parents. I don't remember exactly when the house was built, but I believe it was in the early 1900s. 
Since then, it has been renovated, and also a new part has been added onto the house. From the beginning, the kitchen was upstairs, but in the renovations, a new kitchen was built downstairs, leaving the house with two kitchens. My friend's bedroom was in the old part of the house. Her older brother had a disease that broke down his body and senses gradually, so when he was a kid, he could walk, run, and see, but gradually that went away. That just breaks my heart. When we first got to know each other in the fifth grade, her brother could walk, but with difficulty, and he had gone blind. The new part of the house was built for him and was handicapped adapted. By the time we were in what I believe would be called senior high school for you guys, he had assistance 24-7. And it is senior high school for us guys. Mm -hmm. There were also two assistants at a time working in their house, and they would be sleeping on call during the night. My friend started to fill in as his assistant as she was completing a nursing care program at school. As his disease progressed, he developed epilepsy, among other problems. I can't remember the name of the the disease, but when he was first diagnosed, the doctors predicted that he would probably not live to be even 20 years old, a truly horrific disease. He was born in 1988, my friend and I in 1991, and they also had an older brother born in 1984. Now that you've gotten some background, let's move on to the more paranormal parts of the story. Ever since I got to know her, it has been a fact that her house is haunted. They often would see shadows walking through the house and were never scared from what I could tell. My friend's oldest brother had the room right next to hers in the old part of the house and would often hear her talking in the middle of the night, and if he went to check on her, she would be sitting up and talking turned towards her bookshelf, which was placed in a 90-degree angle from the bed. I don't think they ever thought of it as anything more than her just talking in her sleep, but I think she might have been talking to someone. That would be weird to wake up in the middle of the night and hear somebody find him just talking, just sitting up talking, and nobody's there. That would be a little bit creepy to me. So, Kathy, well, just and, don't ever do and that I, at my house. Well, yeah, and, and no, and I think also that she always seemed to be facing the same direction. Yeah. It seemed to happen, you know, more than one occasion. And that would be weird if you're just talking in your sleep that you keep sitting up and facing the same way and things like that. Uh, creepy. They believe it to be her father's parents who were still in the house. When she met her now husband, he made it clear that he didn't believe in anything paranormal. One day while they were having breakfast in the kitchen downstairs, he suddenly went still and got very pale. My friend asked him if he had seen something and he said he had seen a shadow walking through the refrigerator. My friend just explained to him that there used to be a door opening where the fridge is now standing and that's why the shadows walk through the fridge. After that day, he never said anything about not believing. I think it's very interesting how it's just very matter of fact. Oh, well, yeah, Mm -hmm. because there used to be a doorway there. Yeah. That does make sense. Yeah. I only experienced something in the house on an autumn night around 2011 or 2012. We had a girls' night out with another friend of ours, and I think she left around 10 at night, but I stayed a bit longer. My friend's room was on the second floor, and we sat in her bed talking when suddenly we heard the front door slam shut with a loud bang. Everyone else in the house had already gone to bed, or so we had thought at least. My friend got really scared, and remember... She had grown up in this house and was used to seeing shadows, 
But this was something that had never occurred before. I said, we've got to go check it out. What if something is in the house? I slowly walked down the stairs while my friend huddled at the top of the stairs, too scared to go down. The house was dark and silent. There was no one there, and the door was closed. We couldn't find any logical explanation. It was a heavy door, and it took some force to shut it properly, and I knew that I had shut it when our other friend went home earlier, and it was, as I've said, in the autumn, and it was windy outside. There was a stair with an iron rail on the outside leading up to the door, so if the door had really been open and blowing in the wind, we would have heard it hitting the rail. But there was no sound before the door slammed shut. The assistants who worked in the house also experienced things. One of them was woken up by hammering sounds on the wall in the middle of the night, and in the morning, I asked my friend's father what he was doing hammering at night. He told the assistant that he had been sleeping in his bed all night long. Another of the assistants woke up from someone shaking her awake, only there was no one there. She got so scared that she sat in an armchair the rest of the night, and when her shift ended, she went home and never worked a night shift there again. I think it really was the grandparents, and they wanted the assistants to be awake for some reason. Maybe they could feel their grandson would soon have a seizure or would need help in some other way. Sadly, he passed away in 2020 at the age of 31. He passed away at home, and I'd like to think that his grandparents warmly received him. I like to think that too. Yeah. You know, maybe a lot of this, you know, older house, you know, there definitely could have been paranormal activity that wasn't the grandparents. But maybe things like the slamming door that could have been the grandparents, and maybe it was all about getting their attention to pay attention to the son. You yeah, know, like maybe, maybe he they were something. maybe they were falling asleep, and the grandparents were like, "You're not sleeping. You're paid to watch over our grandson, mm-hmm. and you're going to do that." Mm-hmm. Or maybe he needed something at that moment. Yeah, you know, and uh, and maybe that's who her husband saw walk through the refrigerator. I just yeah. I don't know. I like the idea of it being the grandparents. Because a lot of times they they seemed to just be completely fine with things, like shadows past this or that. But then occasionally something would happen that would scare everybody. Yeah. You know. But maybe so, it was it took that to get their attention. Mhm. Mhm. Now the thing about her sleeping or sitting up in her bed and talking, that could just be that. That could be a sleepwalking, sleep-talking sort of thing. you Because know, there are a lot of people who talk in their sleep. So she mm-hmm. could sit up and talk in her sleep. That doesn't mean it's paranormal. Is it creepy? I think it's creepy. Doesn't yeah. mean it's paranormal, though. True. That's, that's true. But I do like the idea of it being the grandparents watching over him. I think that's quite beautiful, actually. I do, too. Thank you for writing that story all the way from Sweden. I appreciate that. We have got another one. Here you go. This is Alistair again from Dallas. So I just finished listening to the episode about the haunted hotel with Kathy and uh, the other lady. And it uh, actually reminded me of a haunted hotel that I went to. Um, I went to Colorado Springs, actually Colorado Nestis Park. So I went to the Stanley Hotel. Had to go check it out. You know, I'm a big Stephen King fan. And uh, I wasn't really 
I, I enjoyed the history more than anything else. But uh, uh, we had just visited uh, room 217, the haunted, the haunted room. And uh, my group was actually, you know, I got my selfie with the room. And as we walked away, we passed these double French doors on the second floor going back to the main stairwell. And uh, the uh, tour guide was talking to everybody. And uh, there was only four of us next to this French door. And it was a mother and daughter. Uh, this older guy had a, a, a dark side of the moon shirt uh, on. And uh, and myself. And as the tour guide's talking, tell, uh, telling a story, I hear... <clears throat> and I turn around thinking that it's the guy... Uh, and the, the, that uh, he's having some breathing problems. I look at him, I turn around, look at him, and uh, he's got his arms crossed, and, you know, he seems to be okay. So I hear it again, and, and I look back on the guy one more time, and he's fine, so I disregard it. So as the tour guy says, you know, hey, everybody, let's go down to the basement, uh, I hear the teenage girl Asked the, the guy, hey, are you okay? And uh, he goes, yeah, why? She goes, my mom and I heard you breathing really heavy. And we thought it was an asthma attack. And he goes, it wasn't me. I, and I turn around without helping myself. And I said, that was not you. And I said, I heard it as well. And... Uh, the mother, daughter, and uh, I are all looking at each other. The, the older guy's looking at us like, well, what the hell did y'all hear? And uh, it, it was just crazy. So uh, I've always wanted to tell that story that happened this year in uh, July of 2023. Uh, I hope that they're listening to this because they will have remembered it as well. Uh, we discussed it some more in the basement where I got some awesome pictures uh, down there, but that's another story. Anyway, talk to y'all later. Bye. So what do you think? Do you think the guy could have just been effing with him? Possible. It's possible. And because I mean, um, there are people who I, would be doing that like on a ghost tour. Yeah. You know, especially guys in, in, in that situation. Dark side of the moon shirts. And and we do love the dark side of the moon. You and I are both huge fans. Um but uh, maybe it was something odd. I, it, what I, if I knew the configuration of how everybody was standing now, Alistair standing in front of the dark side of the moon guy. Sounded like I'm not it. sure where the mom and the daughter are. Like, are they right next to him or are they in front of him too? Is he back behind him all by himself or are they right beside him so that they could actually see? You know what I mean? I, th- I, I assumed listening to that story that... They all just heard the sound that was coming from him. So it's like, why that dude doing that? You know? Yeah. That that it was that real, that it was coming from him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. To the point the other couple asked, you know, the mom and the daughter's yeah. like, Why are you making that weird sound? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know. I don't either. And he swears it wasn't him. He said it wasn't him. But and then they are is it just somebody wanting to 
play with everybody on a ghost tour. But they are in the Stanley Hotel, and they're right by room 217. And which is there you go. Allegedly and that's super haunted. That's right. I don't know. I don't know either, but I do know I want to go to the Stanley Hotel. I have seen it, but I've not been in it. Okay, so what about this? Like, say you and I went there sometime. Yeah. Ooh. Would we stay in it, or yeah. would we stay in a nearby no, no, no. hotel? No, no, no. We, you got to stay in it. How can we talk to our listeners if we don't stay in it? They would be I like, know. "That would be." You really got to get us a story here. You know, they'd be disappointed in us. They'd be so disappointed. They'd in be us like, if "We all know Carol's a wuss, and now she just went and proved it." Yeah, she made Kathy stay at the Stanley all by herself. <laughs> I know that is something I would do. <laughs> you would. You totally would. You won't ever get me to stay at the Crescent Hotel again. Well, I, not like we made it through the night anyway. <laughs> but I don't know. I'd have to think about that. But I would love to go because it's so freaking cool looking. I know. I, I really think it would be really awesome to go there. And I got a feeling there's some other little stops we could do around, you know, in the Colorado area, too. With some other Let's places. Let's just load up our dogs. Cool. and Well, unless they're not dog-friendly. If they're not dog-friendly, then I'm sorry we can't stay there. Yeah. but We'll find out. They, they might let us. I don't know. That's pretty interesting. So I don't know. It could be paranormal or it could just be that guy just messing with him. He was dark side of the moon. And people that are dark side of the moon, people guy. are all, it could be, right? And he so, it's you know, you and I recently went to the dark side of the moon planetarium show. Yeah, thing. it was awesome. It was awesomely good but i could see the stoner guys sitting beside us and pulling the same thing if we were at the stanley <laughs> hotel too i could see that so they we were nice know. but they were still they were like 70 year old stoner guys <laughs> well if you have a real ghost story we'd love to hear it call it in at 855-853-4802 write in at realghoststoriesonline.com if you'd like, become a premium subscriber. You get advanced episodes, access to the archive, no commercials. Sign up today through Apple Podcasts, or you can sign up through patreon.com slash Stories. For all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thanks for listening.